they were like, yeah, I know how to get to Limeria. You just put the crystal under your pillow and then you go and then you can go to Limeria. And in the way that he described it was like they all knew. another episode of the orphic my name is Alyssa. i'm an astrophysicist i just got my phd my specialty is in supermassive black holes and galaxy evolution and what i'm doing now is trying to understand the consciousness and energetics and astrophysics of the universe applying spirituality to astrophysics and that's what i'm doing on my instagram please follow me at interdimensional.astrophysics and um yeah that's what i'm doing on this podcast so throw it over to you hey hey i'm michaela with mariposa moonchild on instagram i'm an empathic uh, medium and intuitive energy healer i do past life regressions soul activation readings energy medicine and energy attunements and I'm here to help chef shift the collective consciousness into um, the new paradigm of healing and send out that ripple effect from us to the rest of the collective into Mother Gaia um, and eventually shifting and moving our way into the 5D frequency and the new earth frequency to root our new paradigm there and bring in that shift of the collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we like to start every episode with a little bit of a grounding in breathing exercise. So Michaela will lead us off on that. And let's just kind of tune in and get a little calm and um, present together. Yeah, so take a second if you're able to put your feet flat on the floor. Uh, Let's even do hand on your heart and close your eyes. And we're going to take some really big, deep releasing breaths. So let's take a big, deep breath in, filling your lungs all the way to the top. Pause at the top. Open your mouth and release. Let it go. Let's do another breath just like that. Fill in your lungs all the way to the top. Up, up, up. Pause. Open your mouth and release. Letting go of anything heavy, anything that might be weighing you down, letting it go with the breath. Let's do one more really big breath in. Breathing beautiful white light into your heart, into your body, pausing at the top. And when you're ready, opening your mouth and releasing any excess heaviness, anything that does not belong to you, anything that's not serving you, releasing it with the breath. And slowly and gently bring yourself back into this space. I'm back. Are you back? Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks. Yes. Uh, so, how's it going? Good. I'm tired today a little bit. Yeah. I was pr- pretty close. Like, I, this thought uh, did go through my head to be like, I don't know. 
if I want to do this today, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I know. Um, but I was like, you know, I, I can show up. I can show mm. up. Um, just figuring out a new routine kind of in my life. You know, we just went through the Aries Numen eclipse. Yeah. Followed by. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about this eclipse energy a bit because I got a lot to say. But yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah. Followed by the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. Um, One of the signs that it mostly affects is Scorpio. And usually, too, when um, astrologers are not always, I mean, usually they're referring to your sun sign and your rising sign. Like if they do a video and like right. this is for blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, like it's your rising sign too. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't even know what the rising mm-hmm. sign is. Um, some people are like, how do you have more than one sign? Um, go listen to our astrology <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, we do have an episode on astrology. <laughs> we do. kind of, Well, our, our yes. knowledge of it, neither of us are astrologists right. by any means like i'm just learning even with my ongoing client the other day she's like asking me questions she's like well so what does this mean what does this mean and i'm like truthfully no idea (laughs) like your guess is as good as mine like i know like some basic stuff but i'm still learning as i go um kind of yeah still learning what i need to know Mm -hmm. as i go but i do know that one of my friends has a very similar chart to me Which is like really, yeah, um, my friend Carlin that does like neuroscience mm-hmm. stuff. We're definitely going to have her on one time. Um, she has a very similar chart to me, which is awesome because she keeps me yeah. updated on this yeah. shit. Like she'll be like, this is what's happening for us and us because she is, um, she's a Scorpio sun, a Scorpio rising and a Virgo mm-hmm. moon. And I am a Sagittarius sun. And she has a lot of Sag- Sagittarius in her chart too. And I'm a Scorpio rising and a Virgo moon. So our moons and our rising signs are the mm-hmm. same. Which like, so then a lot of the things when they pertain to your rising sign too, is talking to both of us as well as how we process emotions with our Virgo, mm-hmm. our, th- our um, moon being in Virgo mm-hmm. is similar. And a bunch of our other placements are also like the same. Like we literally only have like two placements that are different. Yeah, And like part of these eclipses or transits or whatever, it's right. It's like it follow it follows uh, it, it usually illuminates a certain part of your chart, right? And like these things like activate a certain theme in your life, right? So I guess if you guys have some overlapping things like that, you have like active themes at the same times. Yeah, or even just like um, being able to relate how like our placements yeah. process different things and kind of move through different mm-hmm. things or even just the same thing is, yeah, coming up at the same time. But it's interesting because this was this was supposed to be this is like a life changing transformational eclipse. And the most affected sign is Scorpio mm-hmm. is us. So that was interesting. But it was really interesting because she kept we kept going back and forth and she'd message me. She'd be like, how you doing? Anything <laughs> happening? And I'm like, honestly, I actually feel pretty mm-hmm. good. So that was interesting. I felt like I went through the eclipse feeling pretty good, but we also had company over for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like with the new moon areas, like kind of the things that needed to be brought up kind of got brought up before that. And now following it the last couple of days, nothing big has happened, but I have felt like maybe a little bit of like anxiety and overwhelm in the body, which is interesting because I feel like when the actual, like the day of the full moon, like the day before and the day after, I was actually feeling quite calm and grounded. So, um, Oh yeah. Was the full moon on, 
Friday. The eclipse day, right? Yeah. Yeah. I should know this. Yeah. I need a full moon for an eclipse. May 5th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, even though, like, the, and the days go by so quick, like, I can't believe mm-hmm. it's already however many days into May. Um, it'll be further along by this time this episode mm-hmm. comes out and people are listening to it. But because uh, I want to do this uh, uh, full moon eclipse workshop by this one guy, um, Stillwater Alchemy. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've heard of him on YouTube. He's an astrologist. He's really good. And he had an Aries new moon eclipse that I kept, I had on my list to keep, to do, to do. And the days went by and it was still on my list. And I was like, oh, I really want to do this. But now it's the full moon. And then I looked and he had a, um, on his YouTube, he had a full moon lunar eclipse workshop, which usually he doesn't put up these workshops. So I'm like, mm. I really want to do it. But now I'm like, oh, it's already how many days after. But I still want, really want to try to make a point to do it. And I'm bringing it up because maybe it would be something that would be good for you too when it comes to uh, releasing and letting things go in your life. <laughs> maybe. Maybe there's some things that I could release. <laughs> but isn't maybe isn't that applicable to all of us yeah no that sounds that sounds good there's a lot of things i want to be doing to assist my release the theme is release right now damn yeah and with the lunar eclipse it's very much this like and in scorpio it's like because clips are already about death and rebirth and transformation and then scorpio Mm. is about death and rebirth and transformation so it's like this big like double Um, whammy of just like woof energy so it's very much like i've seen many of the astrologers talking about like this time is a funeral for your old Mm -hmm. self yeah and like you're bringing like like a real funeral for your old self and you're bringing in your new self so i've really been feeling into that and calling in like who is my new self who do i want her to be and also am i and like the biggest part is Am I willing to let go of the past version of myself? I just got major chills on that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the theme. Yeah. So that's a good way to put it too. It's like, yeah, it's, we don't often ask ourselves that it's just, I, I feel like when a lot of the, when these changes happen, it's just like, oh, everything's changing so much. And it's like, oh, I'm like different, but I don't know. There is a level of consciousness that could be brought to it to make it a little bit less like it feels like you're just like waves are kind of constantly coming and crashing into you. And you're just like, you know, you're in the ocean and you just stand up and just get knocked down by another wave, like just tumbling over. Like that's how it's felt for me recently. (laughs) So it's a lot. But yeah, you know, you don't have to get totally lost in it like the wave. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's what we talk about in a lot of our other episodes, too, with even just nervous system regulation and having the tools and, like, um, the analogy or the metaphor or whatever you want to call it that I really like is, like, learning how to surf the waves instead of drowning in them because um, life is the waves. Like, life is the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. So the ocean is sometimes, you know, still and calm and sometimes it's choppy out there, but... Um, you, you can't control the ocean, you know, you can't control life. You can't control the tides of, of the ocean. Um, 
So it's having the proper equipment and the tools to be able to, yeah, surf the waves instead of drown and die in them. (laughs) Hey, but you know what? Maybe sometimes you're supposed to drown so that you can have your um, death and rebirth moment. (laughs) I don't really know. Sometimes you gotta. (laughs) Yeah. So even, yeah, so going into the transformation piece, I do feel a shift of moving in to like a new person but I think right now there's maybe some like anxiety and overwhelm of just exactly how that's going to look and like actually like stepping into that mm-hmm. person I know a few things like um relationship stuff yeah. came up for mm-hmm. me big time and I feel like Bryce and I have had really good talks around that so I'm happy that I was able to like release that and Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said this in the last episode or not, but I remember there was a moment where he even said like, um, cause we were, we were talking about things and I was kind of like digging and stuff because I'm a Scorpio <laughs> or a Scorpio rising and I'm intense <laughs> and I, I like intensity and I like, I like to like go there, which yeah. is also some really interesting, um, revelations I've had about myself because I think that's a part of myself I used to try to hide or filter when I was mm. younger. And I had this realization of just like, no, like I'm intense and I like that part of me. And also I want you to meet me mm. there. Like I want you to be able to hold space for me so that I can go there because I'm done hiding this part of myself or pretending that this part of myself doesn't exist anymore. I'm done sacrificing myself for others. Yeah. I'm done sacrificing myself for you, quote unquote you. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. And, and that was a huge theme of the of of the like eclipse season two and finding yourself in relationships but once I did some deeper of my digging Bryce even made a comment of well what a maybe I'm afraid to let go of my past mm-hmm. self and I was just like ooh yeah yeah like there is fear very real around that very real and then holding space for that too and not you know and being gentle and like not judging that mm-hmm. But yeah, and so for myself, even a new version of me is I haven't smoked cannabis in four weeks today, a whole mm-hmm. month, which is like a pretty big deal, yeah, it honestly. Is. It is, especially if it's really something that you feel like you have felt a call towards and you, you know, that it's, it's. It hadn't. It, it's not been necessarily like a, I'm stopping and now I'm. You know, it it wasn't. Nec- it was not something from the ego or not even necessarily from the ego, but just like making a decision and sticking to it for the sake of sticking to it. Right. It's kind of just been a continual, intuitively guided thing. Right. It kind of just happened, yeah. to be honest, which is weird, in a lot of ways. Um, but I think there's also a piece of me that was calling it in and then it just like happened and now I'm choosing to stick with it not that I won't ever again because I know I will I definitely believe in a lot of the healing properties Mm -hmm. of um that specific plant but I guess there's also this piece of me I think that just yeah it's calling it a new version that wants to be really present Mm -hmm. and really clear totally um yeah. And like, I don't know when the last time was that I probably hadn't in that amount of time. Like I probably not for like 
six-ish years, mm. I probably haven't like taken that big of a break. And that was only because I was working for an oil field company and they were going to drug test me. Um, so I like stopped for like six months just to be safe. And also it was my dad's company. So like, I really didn't <laughs> want to not nope. <laughs> really didn't want to get that. I feel um, like there's, or not his company, but the company he worked for. I feel like there's another piece of it too. That is like having an understanding that there's a bigger picture that you don't necessarily and surrendering to the bigger picture of it all in the sense that you might not necessarily know why this is what you're being called to do right now and you don't know like maybe it's for right now maybe it's for longer but it's like surrendering to the fact that maybe that something bigger is going on that is needing you to be this way for right now and just like you know with with these things and stopping these things and i know i i'm very much like that too i i really freak out about the the finality of things and like saying like oh i'm stopping something and it's like we don't have to necessarily think of it in terms of in so such final terms or in such like i'm stop like i'm gonna see how if i can just stop for this amount of time and we're so accustomed to going into that linear time frame but it's like switching to more of a now mentality it's like what if you can can you just say like this is what i'm being guided to do right now for some reason and not you know attach any stipulations to it or attach any failure to it if you you smoke tomorrow like you know yeah totally and I think that's how the way it happened is exactly what she said like I didn't say oh I'm stopping tomorrow and I and I'm just not doing it like I actually just had a few days where I just was like no I'm good Mm -hmm. like I had like a couple weeks where I was just like no, I'm good. Like I actually don't have the desire. It was really interesting. And now since then, there's been like a few times I come up that I have the desire, but since I already haven't for so yeah. long, it's way easier to feel into, no, I, I I'm still okay. Right. And it's also, like you said, it's not a finality thing. Um, I think I will weave a lot more with like the plant spirit of this too, but this is just necessary for right now. And even, um, to speak to how you said, like, you might not understand or there might be more of a reason i have got the intuitive hit that it is like for a cleanse like there is Mm -hmm. an element of my body that's being cleansed right Mm -hmm. now and being prepared for something and the intuitive hit feels like that might be a plant medicine ceremony Mm -hmm. not this plant mm -hmm. medicine but a different plant medicine Mm -hmm. so so we'll see cool. I, I right now i have i have no plans yeah. to go or, or anything scheduled to go to a plant mm-hmm. um medicine ceremony you but think you have no plans <laughs> yeah but but we will see and yeah that that would make sense for me yeah it's kind of like this that uh sense. yeah initial cleanse before yeah, i can see that yeah how are you yeah, so I've been like, What's up with you? Yeah, I've been feeling this eclipse energy a lot. Like, I've had, I would say, definitely like in end of April, early and end of April to early May, has been like almost like a mini dark night of the soul for me. Like, it's been maybe the most intense that it's been since I finished my PhD in December. Um, wow, and. It's just a lot of a lot of things are coming up. It's just the and it's just so cool seeing all everything kind of confirmed and reflected in the collective 
um, on Instagram and stuff like that. Like a lot of things I've just seen are just people. A lot of people are saying the change is like rapid right now, like rapid, 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 rapid change it is. in the last few weeks. And I'm I'm feeling that too. Um, it's like, you know, I had a I had like a few little mental breakdowns like last week, um, the the week of the eclipse, just it, it being coming extremely paralyzed in fear that I won't be able to hold this next version of myself, that I won't be able to, you know, afraid of what it's going to look like or just, yeah, afraid that I won't be able to handle it, I think was what the breakdown yeah. was. And knowing and because I know it's going to be so big and different and like and big, it's like a lot of big things are happening. Um yeah, just completely like feeling completely pulverized like a diamond under the pressure, like completely crumbling under the pressure. Um, and I think that's just a byproduct of the in-between stage when you're in between these versions of yourself. And that clearly is a theme and that's clearly like what's happening. But yeah, it was like I fully like I had to just like let myself be really afraid because it's like, what's the other, what am I going to do? Like gaslight myself and say like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, no, like I had to just let myself be like, feel a very afraid of this next version. And mm-hmm. I'm feeling a bit better now. Um, but yeah, it was like a lot has gone on and I went to go visit my school and I had to kind of be this one version of myself there um but yeah I want to I want to talk about some other like kind of cool um things like growth or like conversations I I had with some friends like I just took a trip up to Massachusetts uh for a week but um I also just like very yeah kind of like synchronistic things combined with extreme extreme growth but um, I wanted to first tell this story of like me and my brother, uh, a very like synchronistic, what felt like a very like 5D New Earth, uh, New Earth uh, interaction. So, you know, like these days in terms of my friends in real life that really understand any of the stuff that I'm talking about, like ever, it's um, it's none. <laughs> In terms of the friends, I guess, it really is almost none. Uh, Real life friends, uh, besides you, who you are a real life friend, but, you know, you're just across. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, okay, thanks. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's you. And um, other than that, what what was just so crazy about the story was that it was, yeah, it was like encountering someone in real life. Anyway, so I just have like really basically my siblings um, and my brother-in-law. Yeah who uh really understand any any of the stuff that I that I'm into and that all the things about this podcast. So, uh my brother was home this past weekend and he has been going to these um oh yeah, I would say the other places that I've I feel divinely connected to people are now of course like at the Kundalini Yoga Studio. That is another because it, it feels similar to this place that I went to with my brother because it's like places that whenever you're in those four walls um you have to have you odds are I'm going to be more aligned with with those people on like a spiritual 
level or just more on the same page about things to be able to connect yeah she's like a high vibrational energy yeah. in those places right yes. yeah yeah so it's been great going to the kundalini studio because then you know people are uh, people are awesome there and but so that's basically it you know other than that in person it's like it's hard to find it's hard to find your tribe we're also just in the beginning of things changing yeah. like i think we definitely will find our tribe more in person it's right now the tribe is energetic right the tribe is um on online but i do feel like i have I have a growing um growing connections and everything there which is beautiful but so yeah so basically there was this um so my brother david has gone to a few places in new york city that are like it's called like kava bar i i so you said you didn't know what kava is right no i, I don't still know like don't really is. understand um it's i feel like i've heard it we should have yeah, i know it right? or something it's some Can sort you... of natural something herb or something but i think it has sort of um it has like i think an uplifting effect or it has like a very calming effect um and so there's these places i think popping up in new york city that and the whole thing is like it's kind of like an alternative to drinking in the sense that you you feel like some sort of like effect from this kava and this other thing called kratom which i have tried before um which is also it's sort of in the coffee family so these places are like coffee and alcoholic alternatives just a way these nat natural things um overall goal would be like energy uplifting mood uplifting and like relaxing like mm -hmm. full body relaxing effect they also had at this place like ashwagandha and cbd so just kind of in that family you know so of course mm -hmm. um so he my brother looks up this place on long island that is kind of near us and he, we uh and so we go in there and um i had never tried any any of this other stuff i just got like a cbd drink because i didn't want to i didn't want to like mess around with anything really but um already it was just so funny how it was in this town that is like right next to a town that we go to all the time it was in this town called green lawn on long island and we just have never been to this town ever and so we were like making this joke like when we wait i'm sorry does long island has towns i thought it was just like houses everywhere oh yeah it has towns it's not well i mean or are they are, are they separate from each other yeah like there's some towns that like you could that have like parallel street parallel parking and like you can walk around and there's like a bunch of restaurants like all next to each other so it's like a bunch of like it's mostly it's like it's mostly like um big parking lots and stuff like that and like kind of just i don't know how to describe that but there's some like little pockets that are a little bit more concentrated that you could like park and walk around there's some like little cuter pockets interesting okay mm -hmm. but yeah i mean it's all residential and everything Sorry. too so first off yeah. it was just funny that it was in this town that we're like making this whole joke as as we're going there like wow like, i didn't even know this place existed like it, it felt just like it existed in this little hidden uh bubble pocket of we were like wow, why have we never been to this town before it's it's like right here so that was funny and then so we go in there and it was um super chill there are like tons of palo santo and um sage and all this stuff it smells it smells great and they had uh and so the ladies giving us kind of the lowdown on the menu whatever and 
they had these beautiful like oracle card decks and so immediately it was just really cool being in a place where it's like wow this is like my kind of place like immediately Mm -hmm. i see three oracle card decks one is a tarot deck um one is some other oracle card deck and then two uh yeah two other are just general oracle card decks but one was like limeria (laughs) one was a whole oracle card deck about limeria and um so for some context limeria is this ancient civilization that i think um originated around was maybe preceded atlantis but i think now it was before atlantis yeah it was before atlantis now it's underwater but it's still under in this realm of anyone that really knows about limeria would like have to very much be a star seed and very much my understanding of it is that it was one of the first civilizations that like it it was a part of this whole like starseed collective mission to bring souls into to mother gaia and to raise the frequency of the planet yeah lemuria was very maybe we'll have to do some episodes yeah. on just like atlantis and lemuria and stuff but when we think of ancient civilizations that you know have the technology um just were like also high vibrational uh ancient civilizations i think we talked about this in like maybe some of our episodes like the ascension or the new earth one um i think we have ancient egypt before us um then atlantis and then before atlantis lemuria so i don't know i think atlantis fell around the like 25 26,000 year mark i'm not yeah see or what maybe it was 12,000 really, i'm not sure i really don't know anything about the timelines of things because then i also get confused about like what's real and what's like etheric i don't know like i i don't really mm. i also don't have any uh, grounded understanding of history and timelines with that so i'm i'm really bad with like the times of things so it's very vague in my mind but yeah it is with me too and to be fair um they don't t- teach Lemuria <laughs> no. and Atlantis this, in school. This, like... All of these, like, especially, yeah, this is the thing. Like, I, I differentiate Lemuria and Atlantis, and I've learned all that I know about them from channelers over the last few years. I, I started learning about them in 2020, and so I've just kind of gathered, mm-hmm. pieced together information about them over the years. And But from what I know, like, I do think that they were, I do think that they were, like, a super long time ago because... Oh, I yeah. think they're yeah like Egypt like it was ancient Egypt was more so I mean maybe I could be wrong there ancient Egypt was more so like when the continents were where they are now because I think that Atlantis and Lemuria like were like where they were is currently underwater so I think that was like a really long time ago I could be wrong but I think so I yeah, I probably should sit and try to yes. connect with this stuff and then we could talk about it on a, totally. another episode. That would be really good because like I know I have, uh, and I'm sure you too, but I know I have a lot of lifetimes in mm-hmm. Atlantis yeah. um, and I have Lemurian lifetimes too because I've been here for a really fucking long time. I was one of the souls that was like, I volunteer mm-hmm. as tribute yes. from like the very beginning. Yes. <sighs> I know (laughs) I know I think I was too I think I might have been here for a while um so um so yeah some some civilization as far as I know in both Atlantis and Limeria it was um it was definitely very otherworldly like the species there were a mix of humanoids and animals and all these other things and I think they had like 
UFOs and, and crafts like moving around and it was very futuristic, very different. Maybe I'm just describing Atlantis. But anyway. In Lemuria? I might just be describing Atlantis. Um, That's, yeah, I think more Atlantis. When I feel into Lemuria, yeah, what if you, you want to know what I... Yeah, what do you know? Um, I, don't, I don't know much. Lemuria, I think like super like ethereal almost enchanting like mm. i think of big like mountains where like water's almost coming down from the sky like mm. crystals of all different colors a lot of, a lot of, of the earth stuff. like mountains made of crystals mm -hmm. like very le like there's definitely a techno technology but i find it's more magical then like right the higher dimensions spiritual. were more grounded yes was more grounded into earth at that time because it was still a very much um like we're living in tribes kind of thing like not as much as the big cities mm -hmm. like that was more atlantis like we're living in tribes and we're very connected to mother earth and like um uh chop wood carry water type of thing but also very like elevated in the way of like spirituality and mm -hmm. just like that um yeah like i want to say magic because i just get like such a magical yes. like but grounded in sense of it it's almost just like the soul of mother gaia was seen at this time and we were so deeply connected and anchored in with her and like yeah. co-creating and weaving our lives like with her if that makes sense yeah i agree i think it was very much like the souls that incarnated fully remembered their spirituality and their power and their abilities and everything. I think everything was much more innately tapped on than it is like now we're more in a stage of remembrance and needing to like break through the veil of forgetfulness and everything. I think that in Lemuria it was like way more like bam like everyone knows what's up um yeah well i mean because i don't know the exact timelines on all of it either but um and we did talk about this on one of our episodes too because when humans or the version of human or whatever first came to earth we actually had the ability to um tap into all 12 dimensions yeah. which is why humans are so like were so like unique mm -hmm. and then as the fall of atlantis came and as we were enslaved by other species yeah oh i said it <laughs> um that's when there something happened there where our dna began to go dormant mm -hmm. and we had we were on like the lower kind of um end of the spectrum as far as like i guess what dimensions we were our densities we were able to access mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I agree. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot, lot to unpack there. But we, lots to unpack there. Yeah. yeah, let's definitely do get into that more on another episode. Um, yeah, I'll write that down. Yeah. So essentially, though, you know, really, what I what I know of Lymeria is that it was is that it was like some some starting point of starseed volunteers coming to to raise the frequency and just and kind of coming to use their magical you know connections to higher dimensions and everything and embody that and live it and um so not everyone not everyone that you meet knows about Lymeria and, and Atlantis and stuff definitely not and this is definitely things that you know you have to really be on the same wavelength to talk about with anyone but so I saw they had this amazing Lymeria card deck uh, oracle deck the, I need to order one because I think I'm going to because the artwork there was like also like 
50 cards. It was like a it was like a ton of cards. It was a ton of cards. The artwork was so beautiful. It was like a combination of sacred geometry and and just oh my god, I don't even know. Ever all the cards were so activating. Like I love looking at things like that where it's like a geometry and shapes and um and pretty colors and when you look at things like that, it's you know, the way I interpreted it is is some sort of code for your brain and for your soul that you doesn't make sense to you at a conscious level, but it makes sense to you at a soul level. So mm-hmm. I love looking at things like that. And so yeah, we we're pulling some cards. Oh yeah. And then I, uh, I pulled some great cards for myself and then I pulled a card for you that was, um, yeah. So, you know, when I pull a card for, when I pull a card for myself, I connect my heart and my electromagnetic field to the deck and then, you know, when I pull a card for you, I, I like call in your team and I set the intention to pull one for you. Anyway, so the one that I got for you, it was throat chakra, but the artwork on the card was a blue butterfly, which is your thing. Yeah. If anyone knows me, like I'm obsessed with butterflies and butterflies are just like my my branding mm-hmm. like on any of my instagram accounts it's like the blue butterfly yep. and it's like the blue butterfly just like kind of follows me around on social media everywhere yes. as well as i have a tattoo of a butterfly like right on my sternum oh, which yeah. forgot about yeah. that too <laughs> forgot about that yeah butterflies yeah. is very much my thing um because my work is very like the shadow work metamorphosis transformation yeah. Um, which the butterfly represents, but then even more like the butterfly emoji is blue, and that's like, and that's yeah. I have that on all of my social medias. Right, um, that's your, it's, it's probably my most used emoji, and mm-hmm. yeah, the card you pulled was this blue butterfly. Yeah, which was, which really was cool. so cool. I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Um, so that that was an extra cool part. But so then, anyway, we um, we get into talking to one of the owners of the shop. He he comes in, and so we're talking to him, and I think, um, you know, with with all of these things, uh, I assume that every I kind of figured that if he like owns this place, and and the the place was so great, it had crystals around. There were like all these books around, like some Deepak Chopra books, like this Are You Psychic mm-hmm. books, like just really awesome things. That I was like, this place is great, and it it was just so cool. It's just rare to be, to like go into a business that is exactly your vibe and it was like wow this is so cool so um so we're talking to him and the the thing is this is what was just so interesting about the whole thing is like it's just so new to me to like meet new people in person and talk to any of them about this like it's very new like I only time I really talk to people about whatever I'm into is my community is online or like you and, and stuff like that. So it, it's just very new. I And I'm hoping that we have these more, these experiences more often, but it's very new to like start talking to someone, even if they, if, even if you could tell that they're spiritual and you, you just don't know, like, are you got like, to what extent are you on the same level as this person? But so I'm like, yeah, these Lemuria cards are great. And he's like, oh yeah. Like he's talking about Lemuria and, um, as yeah and so as he's talking I could kind of tell that he's definitely like really on our wavelength and he is and so then he Wait, started is this the owner yeah the owner of the shop oh well, yeah. I, I mean if this is a shop I would imagine that he he must be right 
Right, exactly. And well, and especially because of the Limeria deck, but I still like wasn't sure because I because I don't know much about this Kava stuff or I just thought you never know like how deep into the rabbit hole someone is. Yeah, know? and I guess we're we're also in this um space I think of learning to navigate that and yeah. this I think um for both you and I we're having these lessons and the opportunities to come up of the filter doesn't need to exist. Like yeah. we get to be our true selves all the time and we can be and like the magic that comes with shining our true selves but we're navigating that because we were in a place and maybe are still navigating that where we feel like we need to have a filter or we've had a filter in the past or we talk about things with certain people and some with not which still might come up a bit but anyways yeah so I can see so part of that may be just even an insecurity in us of like it's like yeah, yeah when we're when we're thinking we're like oh are they on the same level but it's more just like if i start talking about this is this person gonna think i'm a fucking weirdo exactly right like I, yeah for all i know it's like i, I don't know who, who what people know about atlantis and lemuria because it, it does feel like such a small population of people that know the whole story to that or um and so i'm like i don't know what if you just thought it was like a cool looking card deck to have here like because tarot has a wider reach tarot cards have a a wider reach of people Mm -hmm. um anyway so he's he starts telling us about how his um about how his daughter like visits limeria or i think i guess maybe we started we started talking about limeria a little bit before and about and then I think my brother asked me something about it and I gave some explanation. I was like, I'm pretty sure Limeria, basically what we just said, I was like, oh, I think it was like the first wave of, of soul volunteers to raise the vibration. And then this guy's like, yeah. And I gave, gave this like explanation. I was like, yeah, something before Atlantis. And then Atlantis fell and then we had the rebuild up. And he was like, yeah, no, I think I think you described it pretty well. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And I was like, oh, cool. OK, you know, so just kind of slowly like treading to be like, OK, like what is. Um, and so then he's telling us this really cool story about how his daughter would go would say, like, I've been to Limeria, like in my dreams and how his daughter would have dreams of going to Limeria and tell. And when she's like maybe like seven ish years old. So we're talking age seven ish year. And of course, the children the veil is thin or they they have more access to either prior memories or they're just not so jaded by the world yet so they feel more free in these things and and she is and he was saying like yeah she said that she goes there and she was like and you were there too and we were in this family and what yada 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 and i was like oh cool yeah she's probably talking about like i guess other incarnations and stuff in limeria and then and then he says that apparently she at this time too was saying how a lot of her friends at school also know about Limeria and that they and then they had this whole thing and I was like I was so I was in such disbelief when he was saying this I was like what I was like really and he's like he was like yeah and they said they they know how to get there and they put the crystal under they're like yeah I know how to get to Limeria you just put the crystal under your pillow and then you go and then you can go to Limeria and in the way that he described it was like they all knew like and I was like what that's crazy (laughs) it was so cool and he also said something if I was following his story correctly I think he said something about Again, I think this is all in the realm of kids that are like less than 10 years old. Some mm-hmm. other kid um, 
some other kid like coming to meet his kids or something that that didn't that didn't know them something to the effect of like this kid going up to another kid and like saying oh my god hey like i know you and like having a soul remembrance like a past life remembrance in real time and them knowing knowing each other that uh, i think that that's what he was describing so and i think it might have been from limeria too (laughs) um a lot of stuff with lemuria i the thing i was like most baffled by was when he was talking about how they all talk about it in school and they're like yeah i know how to get to lemuria you put crystal under your bed at at night and then that's how it helps you get there and i was like what the fuck so really cool stuff i was mind blown did did he say which crystal no didn't you need to find these kids i know (laughs) how do i I get there and no this yeah um so yeah that- it's just r- really yeah it's really cool because it it's this new wave of souls that are coming to the planet yes. right now and ea april elizabeth has talked about this too how a bunch of the new souls that are coming in right now um they're coming in without karma mm-hmm. so they're remembering things yes. and they're not having these all this extra karmic and baggage to move through. Like that was more like us, like the indigo children and the rainbow yep. children, I think. Yep. And now these chills. souls are coming in to assist the planet in just another way. And it's, it's just so cool to see that. Like they, they're just like born with this, like, re, like undeniable Memory. remembrance. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I don't, I mean, I don't know if kids were, if like when we were little, if that was happening, like, I don't, I've just never heard anything like that. And, um i do i do think it has to do with this newer wave of souls like that is that has either no karma or a lot less karma um to yeah to kind of go through these like layers of work through layers it's just like it's it's more recent in their memory and it's more innate i think for them so yeah um, and also born into um family like supportive families that can hold space for that because like this dad obviously isn't telling them well that's not true or like that's your imagination or that's like Mm. silly right because good point a lot of us um had to work through that too where like these things weren't real and they weren't to remember and so you were just as a kid it's just like your silly imagination yeah yep Mm -hmm. right and it's like they had the dad that was accepting of it and that knew what limeria was and was like yeah and and probably enforcing enforcing it which probably helped them continue like this continuous journey of going to limeria when they sleep Mm -hmm. um so that was really cool and then we're talking about i'm asking him about kundalini yoga i was like oh are you into kundalini like we're, we're super into kundalini um and he tells he tells us this story about his uh about how he had a spontaneous kundalini awakening uh many years ago that happened um like a week after he started after he started looking up kundalini yoga and started doing kundalini yoga and usually from what i understand of a kundalini awakening is some extreme profound full body experience that gives you some really deep uh, i've heard that it's unmistakable because you know so sometimes a lot of people are like oh like you know you've had moments of enlightenment you've had deep deep connective moments i've like some people are like, oh, like, have I had a kundalini awakening? I've heard that if you've had a kundalini awakening, you know it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never have had. And it's like a, it's an instantaneous momentary thing. Sometimes 
your entire life shifts completely after that or sometimes it's just a catalyst to a new level but yeah lucia said that too at her ranch she was just like oh you'll know yeah right right yeah that's that's what i've heard and i uh, uh, crazy stories about it like sometimes you have like full body convulsions sometimes it's just just completely like understanding that the universe is one and just a completely different perspective that you've never been able to really grasp before um so he's yeah he's telling us about this whole thing about his kundalini awakening and then after the fact we're kind of just talking about he's like yeah i've had so many amazing experiences over the years um i i used to tell my friends about them but then you know you just kind of just get the blank stares and now i just i I don't really tell them i don't really tell anyone about them anymore and um, he was like and and he says that the story of the kundalini awakening that he just told us he's like i think i've only ever told that to like less than a handful of people and we're like we're here he's and then me and wow. my brother after the fact we're like laughing about it we're like because we were after the fact we were just laughing about how amazingly divine and casual this whole thing was and how it was just so casual he's like yeah i've only ever told that to uh three people before and and now you guys <laughs> it was just like yeah and and you know definitely relate and he's yeah he's saying I was saying I can, of course, relate to the fact that, yeah, he he starts off telling people about these things and then people don't understand. And it's odds are you only have maybe a handful of people in your life, especially if this guy, this guy has been on this path. I'm pretty sure his that Kundalini awakening, he said, was like 15 years ago or something. So especially in that time, like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, of course, you're not going to have many people in your life that you can talk to about that. And I was like, yeah, I completely understand. It's really hard to find people that, you know, un- understand. And yeah, he said he, he he keeps a lot of these things to himself, but at least, but that he obviously enjoys owning the, now the Kava bar. And he used to have a different Kava bar for a few years in like 2016 that, that stopped in the pandemic. And this one that we went to actually had just opened five weeks ago. Um, oh, wow. So he was saying, too, that he loves meeting people in these environments that that understand it and everything. And it's it's kind of that's that's cool in itself, too, that it's like he is he is creating a, he's creating a, a physical container of physical space of people that are more like minded to gather. Um, yeah, that's a really cool experience and i think it's nice that you're able to have the moment of listening to him talk about how maybe he isn't able to talk about that with everyone but at the same time there's this real this real beauty in it because you guys are sharing this moment of being able to talk about that thing that he doesn't usually talk about Mm -hmm. but i mean i know um you and i have even been dealing with that a little bit of we have some of our friend connections and people that we really love, but sometimes we don't feel like we can share our whole life or like talk about these things, you know, and that can just, it, it, it is sometimes frustrating. Like there's a level of just like, you know, surrender release and it's, it's okay that um, we're all like living out our own paths and our own realities. But at the same time, I think this kind of stuff like sets our soul on fire and this is very much our soul missions and our purpose and like this is this is the the direction that our life is heading in now and like yeah 
there's really no stopping that. Like the momentum keeps moving and like we know that and we're only becoming more aligned and stuff. So I mean this yeah, this is our whole life. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like that was one of the things um David, my brother said like on our on our way out. There's one other amazing there's one other really cool synchronicity about this whole Kava bar thing that I'm gonna tell in a second. But um yeah, David was kinda like one for well for one he said i didn't really notice but he was like you could just see like the relief in that guy's face like when he was talking to us like you could kind of just see like that like some yeah some like relief of un being understood um and that that was awesome and then yeah he was he was just saying um like these are the kinds of experiences that we need to get used to having these amazing synchronistic experiences where we walk through where we walk through a door and uh, and we have a beautiful aligned conversation and a beautiful aligned hour with with people and then we go yep about our day like that's normal like these kinds of amazing aligned experiences are the new norm like it's it's hopefully going to be um so oh yeah so the last thing that was that was really crazy so this guy he's telling us how um he so i think sh yeah shortly after i one that's when we started talking then i i told him a little bit more about what i do and that i just got my phd in astrophysics and i'm starting to share all of this stuff more and it's a little bit scary to share it but i've really been kind of like starting to build my career in that direction of just sharing this and um so he tells us how um right before he came into the shop like while we were already there he was on he was waiting for the train or something. He was uh sitting on a bench with this random guy. This random guy started talking to him and he was telling him how he owns this kava bar and they were talking about how cafes and stuff like used to they used to have like a lot more events where they would invite in authors or or people with PhDs or or anything to like come in and speak and yeah and have like events at, at like coffee shops you used to do that a lot more and have, have these big events and this guy on the bench told this guy like you should you should start you should look into that for your kava bar and and the guy the owner of the shop was like wow yeah that's a great idea and that as he was like walking in to the shop because because this guy's very spiritual wait so, the way that so did, did both of these men own kava bars and they met each other no no, oh, it was sorry. like a random guy. The, yeah, no, it's okay. I don't know if I'm being clear. The owner of the shop was sitting on a bench waiting for yep. the train and this random guy next to him uh, started talk started talking to him. And, okay. And he gave him the idea. He gave him the suggestion, like, you should start right. doing things that coffee shops used to do, like, and have in, invite in authors, invite in speakers to, like, have an event. And, and this guy, the owner of the shop, owner of the kava bar being very spiritual the way he described it to us he was like it felt like this guy was like an angel coming to deliver me a message like how when you encounter a random person and they kind of just it's like so, it's like something inhabits their body they're there to deliver you a message and then they go away and it was a message and so this guy felt like that interaction was very divine he he took this he took the note of it and he was like oh, okay the universe is telling me i should I should uh, start hosting events like this and start getting people in like this to the shop. But he was like, where am I going to find people like that? Like, where am I going to find someone with a PhD? And um, then 20 minutes and then later. show up at his, bar, at his coffee and, bar. <laughs> yeah. And so then he tells us this, this whole story. And I didn't realize until like, yeah, I didn't realize till like halfway through the end of the story that this happened 
half an hour ago. He, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, when did, when did that happen? When did that interaction? When did that guy tell you that? He was like, it was like 20 minutes ago, right before I walked wow. in and saw you guys. And I was like, are you kidding me? And so, yeah. And so then and then here I am, like, we're having this amazing conversation. We're all getting on so well. And uh, I'm telling him that this is what I'm and he, oh, yeah. And so then he was because he was like, do you want to speak to people here? Like, do you want to do things like that? And I was like, yes, this is I'm, I'm starting to build my career around public speaking and all of this stuff. And so, yeah, you know, exchange contact info to potentially set up something um, for the future if you could, would host some event but it was just like so crazy and synchronistic that whole interaction happened and just also the fact that this guy really um because of his way of thinking and because he's so spiritual he really took this encounter with this random gentleman on the bench waiting for the train he really interpreted that as wow that was a sign from the universe the universe just told me through this guy that I should look into this for my cough for my kava bar and so I'm gonna do that and then bam yeah, so. it was really assigned to the universe because he was like, oh, yeah, like he got the intuitive hit as well as in his body was like, yeah, I'm going to act on that. So then the next step was brought to him and and, yeah. and shown to him because there is something about that, too, when, you know, like when you make a decision and you decide and then the universe, mm-hmm. you know, bring, like brings yes. to you or things move around you to bring it's that like- to you when you make that decision. It feels like, too, an acknowledgement. When you acknowledge signs from the universe as divine, signs from the universe as when it feels like it's for you, you know, when a message feels like it's for you and you acknowledge that, it gets the, you're strengthening the commu- your communication with the other side. You're strengthening that telephone line. And that's how things further and things keep moving and everything. Um so yeah it was just like the whole thing was just such a beautiful experience and when we walked out I was like oh my god and it was yeah it was just so new it was so new for me to come across a new person in physical life in in real physical life that's not just people on the spiritual community and the internet um and it was just like wow um it really felt like some new earth vibes it really felt like wow, there are people like me, like there are people that like get it and that I can have these cool conversations with and they're not so far away and they're not maybe aligning with soul family in real physical life is not so far away, you know, and we talk about this all the time, me and you, like we don't have many people that we feel extremely close to, soul family, family, soul soul friends in real life Um, and you know, and kind of just have that trust that it will come when it's time. It feels like a, like it's like an in-between waiting. We're waiting for them to show up in real life. But it was just like so cool. And I was like, wow, what a, what a universe moment. Yeah, that is a super cool, uh, synchronistic connection experience that you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um gotta wrap up no we can do you want to talk about anything else like your um trip back to school or the job stuff or any of that i'll mention briefly yeah i'll close with the nice story of what my friend said to me about how i've impacted him and then we'll close after that 
because yeah. I do have to go. Yep, that but, sounds um, great. Yeah, so just another positive story. Um, I was visiting my college friends this past uh, this past weekend, and they had a party. And um, so, you know, like we're just coming off of this whole story about how none of my real life friends are really on the same wavelength or it's not and it's not even necessarily you know what's coming to me now is it's not about needing to be like-minded as people obviously it's like it's nice when that happens it's not about like i need you to be on my wavelength it's about being understood it's about being seen right yeah it's it's that you want to feel seen and especially in the last few years when we've both expanded into this really intense level of spirituality and growth and we just now don't really feel understood by people fully and it's like some of the people that I've known for a while and like these college because you know there are other aspects where we do feel understood and our personality our personality and our hearts can still be understood by people that have known us for a while because like I'm not the same in that I'm not different in that sense like I still have the same personality but there's a level of wanting to be understood and yeah I I feel like and seen and I feel like it's more about that when it comes to the desire of meeting pe- of of finding people in real life or p- finding people that like understand this newer expanded version of us so, you know, most of my college friends, um, some of them are are open to open to spirituality, but not really ever applying it to their life or not really practicing anything. And but I've been this way for a while. And with with these friends, I've been I've been open. I uh, especially as as things have expanded in the last few years, you know, I'll sh- I'll show them my crystals. I'll talk about crystals. I'll bring in the spiritual stuff. And it's all just usually it, it has been kind of in in jest or just yeah just more like in a in a really lighthearted way you know that I'll bring that I'll bring it in or I'll I'll say something and completely know that they like don't really get it but I'll just be like it'll just like have the energy of like oh yeah that's just Alyssa like being Alyssa again kind of one of those things but then in the last year a few of them have really kind of taken to their own curiosity and expansion of their mind and just thinking deeper things and like a year ago, some of them like have said to me that they like apologizing for if I apologizing if they ever made me feel like badly for the way that I think and, and my beliefs because they didn't understand it then, but they understand wow. it now. And um, also like they've gotten into tarot cards in the last year. And so in a more jokey way, it's been this and it's been this thing like a year ago and in, in the last year them getting into tarot cards and doing these readings and feeling like they're so accurate and they're like Alyssa was right she was right and I'm like ha yeah I was um that's really cool I'm like like, yeah magic is real yeah so just like cool things like that that I didn't necessarily expect because I didn't know and I also felt like I was at a good point in my friendship with these people that um I didn't really feel ostracized or anything by them so I and I still felt understood like like I was just saying on that core personality level where it was like yeah we still all get each other and um but so another one of them um this past week want um wanted to yeah we kind of were having like a really nice little heart to heart and he said to me he said, I want to thank you for giving me the 
languaging to understand kind of, you know, now I'm paraphrasing, but to understand this shift that has taken place in my life. He said the last year of his life has been the best year of his life yet. And that it's because he feels like he he feels like he started applying some of applying these spiritual beliefs to his life. And he I believe he did mention something about that he really feels so connected to his heart and he feels like he's like living from his heart. And ever since applying these things, he's had the best year of his life and he feels like so in love, feels like so full of love. And he said, I want to thank you for giving me like the languaging to understand it, to like put it, I guess, in more context in a way, almost like I paved some way to either make it okay or to help him understand like exactly the shift that was going on. And yeah, and he like was very genuinely wanting to thank me for that. And and then also later he did also want to apologize again, like, oh no, yeah, he wanted to apologize if before that, that it he ever made me feel like less than because of these things or ever made me feel like bad that I believed in these things when he when he didn't understand it yet and I really appreciated that they never really did because like I said it was the relationship about it was usually just all in jest and it was usually just like joking mm-hmm. and I never really felt super ostracized by them about this but um yeah it was just like the best compliment I ever could have gotten and I also I don't think I knew I don't think I knew that I was doing that for them like I know that it may be these recently I'm doing that more online or I just it kind of just goes to show like you never know who you are impacting positively and and by being yourself right yes yes just by being your truth and expressing your truth and you just did that for yourself because that's the way you are. You didn't do it to impact mm-hmm. them or right. to change them. Um, but for them, yeah, that's a really special moment for, for your friend to come back and, and acknowledge it too. Cause your friend could be along this path and not ever say something to you. Right. But I think that's really big of him and also a really special moment to, cause, cause he is being like, in that moment like i i see you right i see mm-hmm. you yep. and i really mm-hmm. see you and yes i don't know yeah. if you can honestly hear something quite as just like cool as that or like to have that mm-hmm. understanding to be able to look at somebody and be like i see you or have someone look at you and and say i see you like whew, that's mm-hmm. powerful yeah it was like it just it's still it feels like so good and yeah and it just just the aspect of of it that's so cool is just knowing yeah knowing that like I guess by me going first in a sense there it reminds me of this thing uh something that I saw on Instagram like being a um being a light worker or a way shower like doesn't mean that it just it means that you go first yeah something something like that you know yeah. I, I pull cards like that all the time and I'm just like oh, oh fuck <laughs> because it's like I know over and over it's like it's like you're not they're like the path isn't clear because you're not following in someone else's footsteps you're not following yeah. behind someone right. else like you're a path you're like you're a forager or a yeah I don't know if the forager I don't know yeah. but like that right like your path is to clear your own path and it's just like oh whoa mm-hmm. wow 
Right. It means you go first. You go first. And you and me going first in this case was, you know, still being completely firm in my beliefs and proudly showcasing them and talking about them and not filtering myself around these friends and everything. And just the fact that me me doing that was able to um you know it also almost also goes to show like the power of like seed planting because it probably was sort of like a a slow burn that like the things i i was saying were entering like the subconscious and and creating it was like i was creating some sort of context or creating some um yeah some some frame of reference it was it was really that it it was like it was like if I didn't create some frame of reference that he felt like was very adjacent and under and like ac- accessible to him through me and through just the way that I speak about it, um, you know, he wouldn't have necessarily known where to turn to understand any of these things. And it was just very, um, yeah, it was, I didn't even I had no idea that I was doing that. Um, so it just goes to show, you know, you never know who you are like paving away for yeah. other people. It's just the, it's the yeah, ripple effect, right? It's like, you're yes. not, yep. yep. I mean, our work is, we're not trying to change anyone at all. And this is even like when we're talking about our friends and stuff, I love my friends. Like I have some good friends that I really love, but it is true that I don't talk about all of this stuff with them because I just don't think that some of them, um, would understand it. And and that's also okay. Like by us saying this, I'm not saying that I want to change my friends or they need to be something. Um, they're, they're perfect just the way they are, just as I'm perfect, just the way I am. But I think Mm -hmm. for you and I, there also is that element of craving, uh, a connection where we can express ourselves in this way. Yep. And we're also seen where we're seen for mm-hmm. it. And yeah. I know I'm in that space. And I think that's also part of, of an awakening journey, because I think at the beginning of your awakening journey, you go into hermit mode. You want to be in a yep. bubble. You don't really want to connect with it. You are connecting, but not the same. You want to be at home. Right. You want to be in your own space. You want to be, cause you're like, it's, you're like in the chrysalis, like you're birthing this new yep. version of you. And then when you come out, you're like, I want to connect. I want to have the conversations. I want to have the intimacy. And I'm feeling that too in my current friendships, as well as calling new connections in. And this might be my intense Scorpio that I'm really leaning into now, but I kind of want intense friendships, not even like Mm -hmm. intense, but I want to have the, the back and forth, like conversations. Like I want to be intimate. Like, how are you doing? How are you really doing? You're designed that way for a reason. So, you know, totally. And, and I want to have the conversations too. Like, what do you think about death? Like, how do you feel Mm -hmm. about death? What do you think about the afterlife? Like how, like, what do you, like, what do you do in your spare time to connect with yourself? How do you connect with yourself? Who, like, who are you like on a soul level? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I crave to have these conversations with people now within my relationships. Um, and so maybe that will evolve in some of my current relationships and maybe I will call in and meet soul connections where that is meant to happen. But like, you know, it, what it makes me think of, I sort of had this realization when I was needing to like explain a little bit about my life path to people at my school. Um, 
it it's like it's like this is the way that we think you know like me and and like you and your and your depth and your things with like the depth and just the spirituality and then me also like with the universe and like i just everything i kind of break it down to like this physicsy concept and this is what i'm curious about and this is what keeps me up yeah. at night and it was like this feeling of like why do i need to defend feeling like i need to defend the way that i think and the way that i am and it's like this is this is just how my brain works and this is what i think about and this is how i think and we shouldn't need to defend the way that we think no <laughs> like we shouldn't need to defend it and with that it's we not sh- not that we shouldn't but we don't have to so i think right. um with this rebirthing of even this transformation with the eclipse and like what we're navigating and going through there's also this element of can we release like the resistance of feeling like we can't because it is our choice um what filter we put on and what we talk about and stuff around yeah. others and maybe there's a fear in us that some relationships or connections might fall away if we shine our true authentic self i'm not saying that for sure but i know just in general a lot of people have kind of that fear well if i'm my true authentic self um what's what's going to fall away around me or who's not going to resonate with me so Mm -hmm. i think there is some level of resistance maybe around that too of just you being like oh i I don't need to or i shouldn't have to defend this but it's like yeah, yeah you don't need to defend that you get to be every piece of your true self and be fully accepted um and embraced for that right yeah exactly that was kind of the energy it was like because and that's this is the thing saying it in the first place because of the conditioning and because of just the environment that we've been in so far it's like saying it in the first place makes me feel like I'm gonna need to like defend it and maybe sometimes you do or maybe you are like questioned or whatever in life but it's like you don't have to it's like you can also just say it and it be okay because that's just the way that you are you know yeah. it, i think that's yeah. that's also a piece of it it's like we think that we have to defend it well that, that's we think a, that's that i think it's going to be this fight yes that's what i'm getting at is it's also yeah. what piece of that is a limiting belief for us too because yeah, we yeah, can yeah. be expressing and being ourselves um already in the 5d frequency in the new earth frequency and just be accepted and be in this version of self but we also have where i'm feeling into this resistance or this limiting belief of we can't do that so it's kind of like Mm -hmm. bridging that right because Mm -hmm. we you know like there's also certain places that maybe we feel like we're not going to be held but if we give it the chance like maybe they can hold us even if they don't fully Mm -hmm understand exactly yep yeah and that's okay too because like we're all on different parts of our journey so it's also Mm -hmm. an an acceptance of that right like nobody has to be exactly where i'm at to connect with them um however Mm -hmm. yeah there definitely is like instances where i think it's just being seen in you're like yeah i think about um the 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 numbers and shit (laughs) you're like you're you're like i think of the the physics of things in the universe and this what keeps me up at night and i'm just realizing well i've known this before but like more just like embracing my true self like i don't like small talk i fucking don't like small talk i don't want to do it like even if you're a new person like i want to talk to you about what keeps you up at night and what your deepest fears are and i want to go there Mm -hmm. and that's that's just who i am and that's okay and that's really beautiful Mm-hmm. yeah um 
yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that's a great note to end on. Kind of made a full circle with this episode in a way of this rebirth. Yeah, but just a little catch up. Yeah. Yes. All right. Anything else to add? No, I don't think so yeah. for today. Yeah. Not for today. Okay. I would say um, to our followers, to our listeners, if there's any topics that you guys want us to talk about, please DM us on the, um, mm-hmm. at the Orphic podcast on Instagram and let us know, because if we have ideas of like topics or things that you want us to touch on and hear our take on it or what we think, then that would be really awesome because that gives us something also to speak to and something that we know that our audience or our listeners are going to want to hear about. So yes, definitely, definitely DM us. Um, so yeah. All right. So give us, um, please be sure to, well, first off, thank you for listening. If you're at this point, thank you very thank much you for being here. We really appreciate it. And, uh, please be sure to give us a five-star rating wherever you listen and give us a review. Um, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to circle back to another giveaway, but let's just plant the seed right now. We're going to do another giveaway for reviews, um, and stuff like that. That's going to be in the works. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that offline. Um, but anyway, yeah, please give us a rating review. Um, subscribe. Every episode has a video version available on YouTube. So you can look at our faces. Um, go subscribe over on YouTube at the Orphic Podcast. And um, yeah, my Instagram is at interdimensional.astrophysics. Yeah, yeah, and mine's at Mariposa Moonchild. And uh, follow both of us. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Like Alyssa said, it really, really helps us out as we're like trying to grow. So if you find value in our content or resonate with us or just like think we're cool and like us, please um, go over and give us a like, comment or review. It really, really helps us as well as, yeah, I said my Instagram is at Mariposa Moonchild on Instagram. And also if you'd like to work with me, I do past life regressions, uh, soul activation readings, um, and energy medicine, energy healing work. So if you feel called to that, you can find me on my Instagram and book a session in with me too, as well as I'm opening up uh, more one-on-one spots to do guided mentorships, guided spiritual mentorships, yeah. um, healing mentorships, very transformational shadow work, doing the deep stuff because I'm in the, the intense Scorpio, but yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. So if you feel called or guided to that, uh, you just head over to my Instagram and connect with me there. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you for being here and, uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.